Hey everyone, it's Henry, Mike, and Chris of the Decentralists. This is our year-end hot topics, and of course, we're going to do a bit of review. Now, normally, I'm not a huge fan of yearly reviews because we've all heard everything over and over again, but there are a few things that made this year, well, rather onerous, rather special, and very much different. Um, I've got Mike and Chris with me, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, Number one, gentlemen, obviously, let's get it right out of the way, COVID. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I'm glad it is almost over. Uh, Fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything crossed, um, because it's been, for me, Henry, this has been one of the, from 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 a COVID perspective and what it's meant to my life and my relationships with my friends and family, especially if we go into the Christmas holidays and the New Year's, uh, I just can't wait for it to be over. I've been going nuts. 100%. I think we all agree there. Okay, next, Trump. Oh, boy. Jeez. Um, Donald Trump. Okay, quick on this one. I'm glad it's over too. <laughs> right? Not uh, yet. Not I, yet, Mike. Not, we well, you're right. Okay, okay. We, you know, cautiously, we'll all get our vaccine on the 20th of January, and we'll be and Donald Trump will be uh, a disease of the past. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Next. Next. Uh, TikTok. That one's yours, Chris. Well. That reminds me of the uh, Greek legend of Icarus. Uh, TikTok got itself a shiny new pair of, of wings, but flew too close to the sun. That's oh, beautiful. Yeah. Meaning that, hey, it was w- one of the hottest social networks, but it might not be around for very long. But then again, guys, um, let's face it. Trump's gone. Everyone seems to have forgotten about selling it to an American company. Correct. Correct. We'll see. It's it's not on the agenda for next year, I don't think. Well, it, it'll depend, hey. It'll depend on it'll depend on how much money Walmart and Oracle donated to Biden's campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there we go. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Mike, I definitely want you to handle this one in a in in a few sentences. Anyway, we were banned from Twitter. I mean, yeah. What the hell? And I still have no idea. None of us know. And I mean, I can't even, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. They're not even, they're not even coming in touch. You know what? I, 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 we've been banned now for what's it been, Chris? Four, five months, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Don't miss it at all. You know, <laughs> no, seriously, I don't miss it at all because I'll tell you, you know, it, it is, it is something where, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. We had a community. It did it. It did its thing, you know, and, and I think it's probably one of the least um, let's say and poisonous and least innocuous of the text-based ones, uh, social, you know, thing. Yeah. But, um, but at the end of the day, it, it really takes a lot of work to build a community on Twitter. And that's, and, and, you know, Chris, all the kudos to you for doing this for a living, yep. because I honestly don't miss, uh, you know, the kind of the, the, the unrelenting chaos that you have to be into and, and how you have to post every, every like once or twice a day or whatever, or, or this thing. I mean, it was, a, it was to me, it was an illustration of the, the, the hold that social media grabs on your psyche. And I'm glad it's gone. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Okay. How about antitrust for big tech? Well, do you trust big tech? <laughs> so uh this year we're we're seeing um the federal government uh and certain state governments yep. right finally put the clamp down on uh 
Facebook, Apple, Google, Amazon. That's right. Amazon is especially getting in trouble because of of uh, of of how they're they're uh, tr- treating their both their workers and their uh, their supply chain. Right. Right. So we're seeing a showdown, and and shocker, it looks as though Facebook and Google um, were colluding together. Yeah. And uh, even had an agreement with each other on what to do. <laughs> Should they be both be victims of an antitrust suit? <laughs> Could one of you maybe, Mike, um, explain, because we really haven't spoken about that in previous Hot Topics, uh, th- th- this collusion yeah. between the two well and, and and i think henry you know this is this is you know you're this could be a hot hot, hot topics on its own yeah but i think the the we've talked about antitrust okay we've talked about things like section 230 i mean literally 2020 is is in my view the beginning of the end of the internet as we know it i agree and this collusion thing is is to me the most glaring um, example of why it is the end of the internet because antitrust is is one thing. Okay, antitrust means Google goes in, they have a search engine, they basically internally have access to all of those results unless they decide to sell them, and even if they do sell the results, they get them first. Okay, so they know what the most popular search terms are on this planet in every language in every country before anyone else does. Okay, so that puts them in a position to do things that ensure that any Google property, company, brand, branch, technology, whatever that they're involved in gets priority over everybody else. But this new thing, collusion is different. Mm-hmm. The government, I think it was the state of Texas, right, was the one that filed the collusion case recently. And I've heard of, I've heard of two, um, two kind of... Um, Allegations of collusion. One is the one that Chris just mentioned. They've been alleged, and I think this was the Wall Street Journal, said they've been alleged that Facebook and Google have an arrangement, you know, like kind of a backdoor secret handshake that says that if they ever get prosecuted for antitrust at the same time, they are going to work together to thwart the legal process. Wow. Right? No, seriously. And the other one, the Texas one, was based on Google's purchase of DoubleClick, which was the big ad online ad buying camp, uh, campaign company. Google bought them, absorbed it into Google Ads, and they basically had this, this idea where they sold ads based on banners. And Facebook announced, well, now that DoubleClick doesn't exist as an independent entity, we're going to do our own banner advertising. Right. Facebook apparently gave them a call and said, look, if you don't do your own and you use ours – We'll give you a deal and your Facebook advertisers a preferential treatment. So wow. No, totally. And why this is different, and this is my last point, why this is different is because if you read the fine lines on these cases, collusion, if it is proven, is a felony. Yeah. And if it's proven, it is instantly illegal behavior. That's two of the subtleties in the American legal code. And a felony means people go to jail. So we can only hope that the next picture we see of Zuckerberg with that, you know, that kind of tofu kind of space alien look on his face is behind bars. <laughs> well, you know, um, I think you're absolutely right. And and guys, I believe, I hope that 2020 is indeed the beginning of the end of the internet as we know it. Because from my perspective, it's the first time I have ever seen 
the general public uh, and the media realize and pay attention to the fact that, oh my goodness, social media is controlling our lives and destroying a lot of lives. Well, look at that, uh, the, the, the movie alone, Social Dilemma. Yep. Yep. Well, there's been both of those movies were this year. Social Dilemma and The Great Hack were both in 2020. Yeah. So it is changing and we have to be at the vanguard. I think we are. I hope so. I mean, at least we're going to do our best. Uh, well, yeah, let's let's move on to a few items that Peer Social and many one have achieved in 2020. Mike, why don't you start there? I mean, this this podcast, you know, never I've never done a podcast before. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember Chris came up with the idea a while back and we made it a reality. And it has been probably one of the most uh, delightful experiences um, of 2020. For me, and, and I think generally speaking, aside from the COVID, it's been a great year, but getting together uh, with you fine gentlemen and with some of the unbelievable guests we've had this year, oh yeah, some of the unbelievable discussions we've had, it's just been fantastic. Highlight, for sure. What do we got next, Chris? Well, uh, you had your first public pr- presentation, didn't you, Mike? Uh, I did. We did, a, we did our first, we got asked to do a talk at a but uh, blockchain technology symposium in in Toronto in February of 2020, uh, supported by the uh, ever illustrious Henry Carpus. <laughs> you know, we went to we went to the center of the universe and we <laughs> gave our first talk on uh, self sovereign identity, and uh, I, we we actually unveiled many one for the very first time our brand for uh, the product that we're building. Yeah, but don't for don't forget the. Um... Uh, the heavyweights who were there. I mean, come on, uh, UBC, uh, uh, um, University of Toronto, and many, many others. I can't even remember them, Mike. Well, exactly. And I, like I said, Henry, when you when you basically that first day when we were there and there's all these guys talking about math on the board, and when you see math and there's no numbers, you know there's you know you're in front of a really bunch of really smart people. Math, yeah, absolutely. With A's and weird like Greek symbols and stuff like this, way beyond me. But it was a lot of fun. And let's not forget, that was the first time that I had accompanied you on any corporate outing. And I didn't know what to expect. But, you know, those those two, three days there, I was thrilled and very satisfied to to learn that when you and when I did my best to explain what we're trying to achieve with many one, you know, a, a, a very secure private communications platform that you own everything you create and no one can take it away from you, people listened and they thought it was a great idea. Not once did I hear someone say, well, you can't do that. Right. Well, you know what? Uh, fingers crossed. Hey, it's, but it's true. Why should somebody object? Like who, who objects? Is anybody listening to this object to owning their own data or <laughs> controlling their own identity? I mean, if they do, they're probably actually a bot that's been plugged in by some, hmm. you know, hacker group somewhere or whatever. Would you object to having no advertising targeted at Would you? you? Exactly. Would you object to owning your own digital identity? No, I don't think I want to. Come on. I mean, um, you know, this is the way the world's going. And I think, you know, to the, to the, to the discussion we just had previously on the, on the internet in 2020, um, this is how we change it. Because I think what's happened, Henry, is over 2020, everybody's realized things have to change. Yeah, People have been fed up with the echo chamber that is the internet, the abuse, the trolling. We got our first hate mail. That's something we forgot to talk about. But, you know, all of these things, I think people are fed up. And I think people are fed up with the virtual world. I know I am. I'm fed up with Zoom um, and all this stuff. And I can't wait to actually get together with real people again. 
Well, you know, in some ways, I think that maybe Mr. Donald Trump actually did us a favor because what he did is he showed the entire world, especially after he lost the election, um, how ridiculous Twitter can be when you send out these messages that have no basis in fact, and everybody knows that now. The vast majority of the world realizes that, you know, half the time what you read is garbage. Well, and social media, more importantly, social media, the internet, online platforms are not democracy. Right. So we had a lot of other great things happen this year. I mean, one of the things that uh, that I really want to, that I'm really proud of is we added, I did a count yesterday, Henry. We added 26 people. Wow. 26 people. At the end of 2019, you know, we were, we had a, you know, a quixotic kind of crusade, I used to call it, to change social media. And, um, you know, in, in, in looking into changing social media, we realized that the easiest way and the best way and the only way was to give everybody their own kind of self-sovereign identity, their own place where they can be themselves and decide how to share their digital, you know, kind of life with others. And um, that just, you know, added fuel to the fire when Jack Dorsey kind of capitulated on Twitter at the end of 2019. And in 2020, we've just been off to the races 26 more people. Last time I counted, we're at something like 52 now. That's, that is incredible. I remember the, in 2019, it was you and Chris yeah. and a handful of others. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I, I was thrilled to get involved, but there was a, a reason for it, the podcast and everything else. But I have learned so much more since then. Yeah, it's great. What do we got now? Oh, yeah. Well, let's not forget. So we've got the, you know, we've we've kind of built a, a bit of a research following, which is awesome because one of the things that we found out this year is this stuff isn't easy, right? I mean, we've been working on this solution uh, for going on all, you know, two years plus now. Yeah. Um, and, and you start to realize that, you know, how much of the world has been built, the internet, digital, online world has been built around this idea of, of taking, of collecting our data and, and you know, kind of manipulating it and, and selling it. And what that means is all these platforms that we've been building on, whether it's iOS or Android, these mobile devices, all this other, it's been a real headwind to try to get a solution that we could put out there that people could use because everything's working against us. So the way you need to fix that is you need to get, um, you need to get some people that are way smarter than me and you, no offense, maybe not Chris, <laughs> people who can help us research killer solutions. And, uh, you know, we've been lucky to have one of our good friends we've interviewed on one of our podcasts, Dr. Jeffrey Goodell out of UCL is supporting us in our research into digital identity architectures. And the good folks uh, with Vicky Lemieux, who uh, invited us to Toronto to do our first pitch and the gang at Blockchain UBC uh, are also helping us to research a whole bunch of other great bits and pieces that we need to support building a solution to make the world better for all of us. And I think what people have to realize is, okay, why you get involved with these universities? Because don't forget what we're trying to create here has never been created yeah, because right. we're doing it differently. So it's not like you and I can sit around and come up with an idea and then say, let's just build this. No, 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 no. We need people who really know what, what's possible and what, and, and, and what they can do right now and what they can do in the future. That's right. That's right. I mean, to, to cap it all off, in the last, you know, kind of couple of months, we officially kind of launched the ManyOne website. 
So we now actually have a place where people can go, many1.one, um, and learn a little bit more about the actual practical applications, shall we say, of this uh, you know, self-sovereign um, identity and sharing platform. And to support that, we've, uh, we've opened an office in Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, and we are going to, you know, to support kind of a truly global solution and a truly global launch. We are going to be, um, you know, we have feet on the street in Canada, in Vancouver and across Canada. And we have feet on the street now in Europe, uh, in Stockholm and in Amsterdam. So it's, it's fantastic to, uh, to be able to bring a European focus, a European agenda, because in a lot of respects, Henry, the Europeans are leading when it comes to protecting people's digital rights with things like GDPR and stuff like this. Right. It's a, it, you know, you can't, you, we can't ignore, ignore our European kind of brothers and sisters. And, and in order to, to make something that's truly going to change the world, we have to change it for everyone. And don't forget, we've got some very important team members in the States too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and, and we, we also, we, you know, what we need to do is we need to fix the internet for everybody, not just for the elite few. And that's, you know, that's why we're getting ready to test. We actually have the alpha that we've, uh, you know, we've been looking to release for a long time. It's actually ready. Um, you know, I have it on my phone. You have it on yours. Chris has it on his. We're just putting together some support, you know, material for everybody. And then hopefully we can launch. I'm cautiously optimistic we'll be out before the end of this year, if not very early in 2021, which will be great. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. If somebody is in their kitchen, they're listening to this podcast and somebody else walks in and they don't know what we're talking about. They haven't heard the rest of the podcast. Can you explain in two sentences, three sentences, what we are doing? You know, if I was to I'll make it even simple. I'll say, I'm going to say two words, trust yourself. You know, what we are building is the ability for each of us to take control of our ability to trust people again online. You know, right now, trust is not yours. It's not mine. We have to trust the platforms. And our platform is based on one person, one platform. So trust yourself and um, start to reestablish healthy relationships digitally, which is basically impossible nowadays, given the structure. Yep. Um, so, you know, reestablish a healthy internet, reestablish healthy digital relationships, take control of your digital life and trust yourself. It's that simple. I mean, if I, I got into the tech, Henry, we'd lose everybody that, you know, it's not about technology. It's about enabling people to, to trust themselves. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, many one trust yourself. I love it. Thank you, Chris. Any final thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, 2021. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody is. I think that, uh, well, we, you know, we if one thing 2020 taught me, it's to expect the unexpected. <laughs> um, I'm going to go that right. into 2021 with that same mindset, but I'm going to be very optimistic about it. I'm going to say that 2021, knock on wood, is going to be a way better year than 2020. I don't, I don't. No, for sure, but I'm I'm just going to take it on faith. 2021 is going to be a great year. Yeah, let's make it better. Absolutely. It's up to us. You know, for me, 
2021 is the year where I I I reevaluate and I and I now have a great a renewed appreciation for real relationships with real people. Right on. Well, here's what I like to say in closing. Chris and Mike, you guys have been so so important to what we're doing here. I've learned so much from 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 Chris over this past year. It's 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 ridiculous actually. But but and and then the funny thing is I now feel like I've oh I've learned this. I've I've known this stuff all my life, which of course I didn't. But um uh, but Mike, we got to have a big, huge shout out to you because you years ago had the vision for this. You're the guy who came up with the idea, uh, the, the the outrageous idea of saying, "Well, let's change the entire internet. Let's completely throw it on its head and do something different because that's the only way that we're going to save the world." Um, and at first, I you know, I I I didn't understand it, but. Then I listened and I did. And then the beautiful thing is, is you found a whole bunch of people who love that vision. So that's why we're all here. And I thank you for having that vision and making it happen. Thank you, Henry. Go big or go home, hey? Mm-hmm. Later, boys. Thank you all for joining in today. Thank you, Henry. And thanks, everybody, for listening in 2020. Let's look forward to 2021.